it's time for the 18th century classical hour. Nah, bugger that, it's time for Gears and Beers. This is Gears and Beers, the unashamedly unprofessional automotive podcast with Mitch, Matt, Joseph and Joel. Alrighty, so this is a Gears and Beers podcast episode 146. Oh yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, that was very just like flat, anticlimactic. <laughs> yeah, after yeah. that, I was I was waiting for a woo or something, but no. Well, that's fine. It was actually in, insanely loud. I had to like react and turn myself down after. I had to turn myself turn you up. down. Um, there's not a heck of a lot of news this week. This is this is the problem um, with Corona. I realized in the middle of the week was that the, it's it's going to impact the pod because there's just nothing going on really. So it's like, yeah. I mean, it's a good thing we can just talk absolute nonsense for hours on end. Otherwise, the podcast so nothing changes. Yeah, then. no, I mean it, it, it's it's regular, you know, broadcasting as business usual. as usual. Yeah, it really is. It really is just business <laughs> as usual. Um, but yeah maybe just an increase in bullshit because we need a fluff oh yeah so now hour. it's just like 85 percent <laughs> bullshit up from the 75 percent it was previously <laughs> so um anyway um big big thanks to all of our um you know our listeners and the people who follow us had a really good um uh thread of, of comments and, and, and people interacting on facebook today with um i saw yeah. that yeah yeah, you're welcome. Oh, yeah, of course. A... Yeah, of course. He <laughs> it seemed pretty innocuous, I, you know. I, I thought, oh, yeah, you know. And I'm the one responding. <laughs> well, you know, you started it. That's fair enough. Yeah, good. You, you go and respond. <laughs> Absolutely. I didn't want to, you know, hijack any friend, friends there. So, you know, you, you, you do you, and that's it, you know. Keep on keeping on. I will do me. <laughs> Speak. Speaking of doing me, should we should we mention what just happened or are we just um, move on should we just that? give a shout out to James though just for bringing it to our attention? If it's a thing, shouts to James, you're a legend. Yeah. You uh, solved an issue that's now yes. been fixed. Yes, only th- thanks, mate. Only uh, thing I will say, despite is that you- the guy being a fuckhead, <laughs> yeah. if you if you want to follow us online, it's Gears and Beers Media. Uh, yeah, and media. and is the word and, not the symbol and. Yeah. There's, there's uh, not the ampersand, whatever it's mm, called. Mm, there's, there's well, at Gears and Biz Media is, is the official uh, handle or whatever on the yes. uh, the Facebook. Because the, the media um, part is important because we yeah. do potting mainly, as as you're aware, but uh, we also Only. do videos occasionally, occasionally photos, and, and we do um, ri- we've released articles. One. <laughs> Uh, no, we've done two. We've done. I've, I've done two. Yeah. But we've released one. Yeah, yeah I, I want to see the video of the of the roller still, Mitch. I'm still eagerly awaiting yeah. that. That was a whole Saturday afternoon <laughs> just, I gave up just, just to have film to... you cracking jokes <laughs> oh, at a Corolla. I think you'll just have to give it to me. So well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if Mitch organizes a car on a weekend, you're not fucking working. <laughs> then we can all do it. That'd be bloody nice. Oh, for once, if only. If only. But um, yeah. Um, should we start talking about some things at least or what do you mean in terms of news or well i mean like after pretty much like 10 minutes after we finished recording or uploaded last week's episode uh, we found out that uh, oh something happened yeah so sterling moss uh passed away at the age of 90 that, that's a that's a good yes. innings who's that yeah, that's a very good innings mm. he's um who is that basically as car advice put it he's the greatest driver to never win an f1 world championship yeah, wow. pretty much. I'd agree. Um, he. Uh, oh shit! He he raced he, during the time of um, Fangio. In terms yeah, of Formula One, and um, he also had a heck of a crash a couple of times. <laughs> um, one of which was basically rendered him not really able to race anymore because he smacked his head into the steering wheel. Oh wow! Um, in fact, there's actually um, a, a video on YouTube where Richard Hammond interviews Moss. Uh, it's like an hour video and they're both sort of talking about brain damage and stuff like that it was actually quite interesting um, if I remember I might share it um, but there's um, like Joseph I can't remember if it was you or someone else who shared it with me or someone um, maybe it was one of the fans on the Facebooks page anyway um, basically it's going through uh, his house um, and has all this sort of tech and stuff like that actually a different video um, this is great oh, radio. Brilliant. Anyway, above above his office door, he has two steering wheels that came out of a wreck, both of which have just been bent and munted and everything. And um, yeah, instead of it like being like a bad thing to look at, he actually liked looking at it to remind him, you know, 
how lucky he is to be alive and shit like that, which is pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Uh, these steering wheels were fucked, just completely fucked. But, uh, <laughs> not not round anymore. No, they were. <laughs> this, no, God, I don't know what shape you'd call it. That's ridiculous. Um, but yeah, he was one of the he, yeah, he's one of the all time greats of motorsport. Like that's yeah, absolutely not up for debate. He was he was knighted. Um, he was a runner up uh, in the nineteen fifty six and fifty seven um, Grand Prix championship. Was that was that Grand Prix, right? Okay. Yeah, it wasn't Formula One um, back then. But I think he he's won six. He won sixteen Grand Prix races, and that's the highest number of races. Uh, without a world championship um so he was he was pretty unlucky in that regard um his biggest sort of claim to fame would have been the millimilia uh which is yeah. Italian for the thousand miles uh it's basically target tasmania on steroids basically mm. you would just fly yeah, right. through fl- ro- you'd, you'd race around uh, one, one of the islands of, of italy um in a thousand mile um, cross-country sort of targa rally and he averaged that in 1955 he averaged 160 kilometers an hour um in a mercedes-benz mm-hmm. um in which he beat his uh, teammate fengier by over half an hour so he was just absolutely on it um and uh yeah he i mean he has a career record i think of 212 race wins from 529 starts so yeah despite not being a grand prix world champion yeah he knew how to uh, he was pretty handy yeah. behind the wheel no matter what way you cut it so um yeah, yeah a, bit, a, a bit sad that he's gone I'll, I'll be honest i didn't really look too much into him just because there's a lot there's not a lot of information about that era of drivers like you know there's a lot about senna and a lot about mansell and um you know prost and a lot of the guys from the, the 70s and 80s but going back to the 50s it can be a little bit um difficult just because it was you know so many generations before before us but um no this guy was just immensely respectful like even when he passed away you know the the ferrari f1 team put out things saying that you know he was always a a competitor always a rival of us because you know he never drove for them but they had a lot of respect for him and um yeah i think it's sort of yeah the everyone in the industry the world over um was was sad about his passing but um yeah yeah it's just one of those things um you know we lost nicky ladder a few years ago and now we've got sterling moss and it's yeah it's just one of those facts of life i guess yeah he's just a brilliant driver oh yeah and when you consider like the speeds and stuff he was driving like 100 averaging 160 kilometers an hour yeah so he did in cars <laughs> that have like to compared to today terrible tires terrible brakes no power assistance steering oh, no. you know just no crash safety at no. all yeah and here he is just fanging it down this country road with like spectators a meter off the road he was saying that like, um yeah i saw an interview of him the petrolicious one and he was like people the, the fans would crowd on the road trying to get closer to the cars and basically he said i couldn't drive through there was too many of them so he had mm. to start weaving at 160 180 you know 200 k's an hour start weaving to to scare sort of the like spectators off you know videos. yeah to try and like just clear yeah. the road in front of him and I've I've seen photos of him like getting out of the car and like his face is just black <laughs> except yeah, for yeah. where the outline of his goggles, goggles are yeah like it's just been because there's not even a windshield on the cars he was racing with it was just nuts just his his little like like a bicycle helmet and some goggles yeah. and that was that was it for for 10 hours away you go yeah, yeah. away <laughs> you go yeah fun fun trivia fact the car the Merc that he um piloted has the number 722 mm. on it because that was the time of day that he set off on that race so it's a staggered yep. start for rallies and he left the start line at 722 um and finished it 10 hours later which i think it was a record and i think it i don't know if it's it, well, it's I, the fastest record it's, i don't think it, i don't think it was, it was ever beaten in terms of time hmm. um because they actually banned the meal amelia shortly a couple of years after this because there was like a massive crash where like eight children died or something oh like, yeah these was... cars were, it was just bound to happen like cars were hitting yeah. spectators and stuff like it was just just absolute madness the millimilia still exists to this day um it's a very like invite only exclusive effectively just a tour of the italian countryside with lots of uh, stops for cheese and wine but um, yeah it, it's not a no it's not a competitive yeah. <laughs> you know hell for leather um you know targa or tarmac rally event but it still exists but you yeah, know in terms of its truly raw competitive form um it it, it is yeah. uh, long gone yeah i believe um moss's record is still standing officially oh excellent that's pretty cool um 
Yeah, yeah, it's unbroken. Just because officially it, this race doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Well, that's sort of yeah. He'll just be um, he'll be in the history books forever as being like the guy yeah. who who did the Miller Miller is is fast is anyway the fastest ever, which is um pretty 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 crazy. Mm. And he was still he was. They said that he was still racing in historic events until he was oh, yeah. eighty one. So two thousand eleven. Yeah, he um yeah. far out. He was out at Goodwood and all sorts of things, fanging around racetracks, mm. and you know, like he he still did it. Yeah. Um, I think Chris Harris partnered with him oh. on one. I think it was Chris Harris. One, some name racing driver partnered with him for a Goodwood uh, challenge in some old. I, I can't remember what it, I don't know what it was, but this old like fifties car. That's nuts. So, oh. it um, yeah, it's it. He it just and like well, he was driving cars I think from the age of eight or something, where he took his dad's old Ford or no, what was it um. Morris, I think it might have been. Yeah, and probably. just he got busted <laughs> speeding at like the age of eight or ten or something like that. That's awesome. That was his, that like, was his he go was kart. Just always just straight in. Yeah, and his parents did motorsport as well, so they encouraged him because they were sort of, I guess, somewhat well to do. Yeah. Um, and back in the day, it was only rich people who were racing cars because they were the only ones who could afford a car. And yeah, pretty much. Yeah, like it's just in his blood. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, which is really cool. Yeah. And um, yeah, he was a legend. Ninety years old. Yeah. That was a good, a good score. That's a very good inning. Yeah. So he, yeah, literally, like as soon as we finished the pod last week, like twenty minutes later, the news came through. We're like, ah, yeah. <laughs> you're kidding me. That would have been good that to talk been about. Perfect. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, um, I've got a little bit of news, I suppose. Um, the rumor mill grinded on a little bit more uh, in regards to Nissan, and they're I was saying seeing this. that yeah. there could be a 400Z coming out. Yep. Oh yeah. yeah. So we've got a couple of renders. They're unofficial renders uh, because the rumors are that it's going to um, maybe be like a retro-styled car in, in the sort of vein of the 240 and the 260Z. Um, if it comes out anywhere near looking like what these renders do, I'll, I'll put my money <laughs> down for one. Like this thing looks <laughs> sick. <laughs> I seriously doubt that. But um, yeah, I don't know. Well, they're saying a twin turbo V6, and, yeah. like ridiculous amount of power. Yeah, it's going to be a f- four-liter um, engine. Um, at this stage, it well actually no, not not four-liter engine. It'll have four hundred horsepower because it's going to take the twin-turbo three-liter out of mm. the Infinities. I think so. That's got about four hundred horsepower. Um, and yeah, that will be the base model engine. Yeah, but I guess that'll be the first time it sort of bucks the trend because every other Z, the the number has been relative to the size of the engine. Yeah, I think you're right. Well, so, hang on, I just, like the 350 was no, a 3.5, so. the 370s a 3.7. Yeah, but hang on, but like the, the yeah, but what about the 240 and the 260 and the 280? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was relative to the size of the engine. Because what happened was that there's 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 two 300ZXs. There's a Z31, which my old man had, and then there's the short ones, Z32, and I'm sure the short ones got a bigger engine in it. Than the Z31. Well, no, no, I'm talking more like all it, the 300ZXs have a three liter. Okay. So the 240 had a 2.4. Yeah. The 260 had a 2.6. Yep. The 280 had a 2.8. So. Well, there you go. And then the 350 had a 3.5, and the 370 had a 3.7. Maybe the 400. They've gone for 400 horsepower. Well, yeah, I mean, I hope they just don't, you know, put a 400 on it relative to nothing. I mean, that's what every other manufacturer is doing at the moment, so why change? Yeah, but, you know, keep with the heritage. So, Focus RS. Yep. Cancelled. Yep. What? Yep, we're not getting the new one. Oh. It doesn't meet regulations. Well, I heard they, they, oh. they banned it in Europe because it doesn't meet the uh, emissions. Yeah, it's the emissions. So we're not getting it, which is very disappointing. Well, they, are, are they even going to make it? or? Yeah, they still make it, because Australia's still nothing compared to America. But... Yeah, we're a city relative to the, yep. <laughs> the American market. Yeah, I just heard that they, they had cancelled the RS outright. Like, they're not making one full stop. Um, I'm trying to... Re- I've just got this article here from Car Advice. Ford Australia has dismissed yeah. overseas reports that claim the hot hatch hero will be killed 
Um, well, Ford Australia don't make cars, so what they got to do with the price of fish? Yeah, well, Ford Australia just put a sticker on it and say, where you go? Last night, it was good. Yeah. True story. But, uh... Well, it says Ford Australia remains confident emissions targets can be met. Like, well, like this Matt so, said, Ford Australia, they can say whatever they want. Like, they're just going to get... Yeah. <laughs> that wouldn't even show up on, like, a memo in Ford America's office. Nope. They'd just be like, oh, shit, yeah. Hey, this is pretty cool. Yeah. It looks dope, though, the new IRS. Yes. Well, the new oh, the, not existing The um, render by ex-Tommy Design, whoever that is. I mean... The, um... The uh, new Mazda 6 is going to steal uh, BMW's powertrain. Really? So it's going to be rear-wheel drive with a straight six. Oh, I heard that it would be a straight six. I thought they were going to make their it's own. It's very that cool. It's pretty cool. It's very cool. Looks, the renders are just ridiculous. If that's the car that comes out, even even 70% of the, the car that comes out, then I'd buy one in tomorrow. I guess, well, BMW seems to be selling engines to any Tom, Dick or Harry who come by. Yeah, well, why not? When you've got when you've got one of the best engines ever made, you may as well put it in everything. True. Well, this thing looks... And this thing, yeah, this render looks ridiculous. It's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it look- um, th- they actually mentioned Toyota a lot in that article, uh, so it looks like they're going to take a bit of stuff from Toyota too because everyone shares everything. But while we're talking Toyota, we got a bit of a congratulations to old mate Toyota. The RAV4 just hit 10 million in sales. Hey... So that's cool. There's 10 million cars that shouldn't exist because they're just a copy of something else that's slightly smaller Ooh. or bigger. Actually, speaking of the RAV4, um, my mate Brody pew pew just bought indeed. one. Um, and he was, showing me, oh, he was showing me screenshots of like a RAV4 um, owner's club thing. <laughs> and there was a thread of people saying how long they've owned the car and how much longer they have to pay, o- pay it off. <laughs> like, what... <laughs> what? How is that a? <laughs> and there was a another thread which was like, "Who else has stickers on their baby?" I'm like, "Who gives a fuck?" Like that's not a. Wow, it just shows, it just shows like... you the level of car enthusiast that uh, owns a <laughs> and Rav Four. It was it was it was almost like they wanted to be a car club, but they didn't know how to be. <laughs> they wanted to be car enthusiasts, but had never been one prior. Yeah. They're still not one right now, but now they think they are. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I bet they're probably shit. like doing this threads like oh how much fuel economy can you get oh see hello you know yeah no, there, there was also he sent me a screenshot of that as well don't worry <laughs> oh I was just impressed that there was an owners club for such a that's like such a you know, such like a, the thing with the mortgage like the, the, the repayments that's like such a middle aged mum and dad thing like oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh bless them! I heard there was like a massive um, um, waiting list for it though. Like they're just for the hybrid. Ah, uh, yeah, the hybrid. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm kind of impressed. What? Sorry, sorry. This is a complete wow. tangent. Sure, of course you zone out. Um, what do we think of LDV? Um, China. Yeah, they've just brought a. They've just brought a. Two liter twin turbo. Well, they call it a bi turbo. Why call it a bi turbo instead of a twin turbo? I'm sure there's a reason. Um, I think there, I think it, there is a slight difference. I believe. Yeah, just like there's sequential turbos, a different twin turbos. Um. Anyway, uh, the their D90, which is their Prado equivalent, yeah, has just brought out a two liter that's p- pumping out 160 kilowatts and 480 newton meters. That's but it's got a 3.1 towing capacity. There's an LDV that j- that came out uh, earlier this year. It's got this extra long tray. It's called like... Uh, it's got a weird name. It looks absolutely brilliant inside. Which which model like, is it? Sorry? Really well made. Uh, the LDV D90. Like it looks very upmarket. It basically looks like a... Almost looks like a Havel or Haval or whatever it is. Oh, they'd all be the same brand, aren't they? Yeah, they're yeah. all out of uh, the UK, allegedly. Um, mm. But this is this is impressive. I, I thought L- LDV was only doing like white van man vehicles. I didn't realize they were getting into. Well, they've always done white van vehicles. Like this LDV is not a new brand. That, no, that um, interior is actually quite nice. It's fucking gorgeous. Like 
That is just as good as any of the new products. It actually looks like the um, interior of my mate's uh, current gen Camry. Has very similar lines and sort of panels. Yeah. It also has a 3.1 ton uh, towing capacity, which is... Like, that's on par with everybody else. Five-year warranty. It's servicing intervals of 15,000 Ks. Check out, I found it now, check out the LDV T60 Megatub. I've seen this. That is, what is that this? Is the lid. 35 grand. Yeah. Megatub. Megatub. Ooh. It's got, it's like a massive wheelbase. Like, it's only $1,500 more than That's a standard cool. wheelbase. But it's got a tub that measures 1,800 millimeters long internally. Like, it's massive. That's crazy. The good thing about it cool. is yeah. that the wheel, the rear wheel, is placed well relative to the cab. Yeah, that's so it. You don't have a, you don't have too much. No, you don't have this um, ridiculous overhang. No, like they didn't. They didn't just take the stock chassis and drop a massive tray on it. But yeah, this actually they yeah. extended the wheelbase, and then you get a style side tub, which is just absolutely friggin' huge. They are very much down on power. The sixties, they've only got 110 kilowatts and 360 newton meters at all. Yeah. That's not enough. Well, it depends what you're doing. Well, that's a that's a fair bit of talk, isn't no, it? No, 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 no. My dude, my Land Cruiser has that. Oh yeah, that thing's godless. That, those those specs exactly. Those specs aren't far off my Land Cruiser. I guess I'm coming from a Hilux here. So. <laughs> <laughs> but still, Anything I more mean, than for three sounds like grand, a lot. If you need that space, like no, you'd have to go to like a Ram or a Silverado to get that sort of tray. Like that's just. That's pretty good value for what it is. Yeah, five-year warranty. It only supports eight hundred kilos, which is pretty low, mm. and it's only got a three-ton towing capacity. But that's because the engine's letting them down. It's two hundred and seventy-five mils longer than the regular version. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, Jesus, like, I dro- Jesus Christ, we're talking LDVs. <laughs> yeah, I've noticed we've we've become a lot more interested in the. Uh, the China vehicles. Well, I think that's indicative just, of the I market. I mean, they're just upping their quality. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's it's a good um, sign. I think they're actually they're off. They're actually, the offerings from them are getting better and better every year. Like they're they're getting their shit together. Um, you know, they mm. they look decent now. They've got you know good warranties. That the price has always been right for them. Um, they're, they're the cheapest way into a new car. And, you know, if you were buying this on a you know for a business or something, and it's all a write off. I mean, it's. Um, yeah, it does make a lot of sense to a lot of a lot of people. Um, Even if you're like a first year tradie or something. Yeah. You know, just yeah, hundred percent. It'd go well. And um, I think MG, which I think is a sister company to LDV or something, they've got some sort of something. Um, they're the only ones really going up in sales at the moment. Um, so China cars are really kicking ass. Yeah. Which wow, you wouldn't really think you'd say that even five years ago. No. You know they're they're doing well. Yeah, I just so apparently the new Great Wall Ute is going to have uh, inbuilt slots so that you can put your your uh, like bridge track things so that you can put like an ATV straight up into the track. Oh, like the ramps. Yeah, that's it's cool. gonna. Thank you, ramps. That's the word I was looking <laughs> that is for. Cool. Bridge track things. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't think of the name. <laughs> that's pretty cool though. That's that's a bit smart. A bit smart. At least they know their market. <laughs> Actually, and the JMC Vigus. The what? what? So JMC is the brand, and Vigus. Vigus is the name. It looks kind of cool. Is here in Australia? Like Tonka Trunky. Yeah, it's coming, Oz. Oh, it looks um, like a cheap. It, it looks, looks like, like a cheap Zuzu or something. Yeah, exactly. It, was just, it looks like an old D Max. Yeah. Mixed with like a um, BT50. No, no, no. That's not it. That's not Mixed it. Mixed with that's like an old, old Echo or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all right, so check one, two articles down. Look at motoring.com.au. Is, uh, headline is bold new JMC yep. is coming to Oz. Yeah, that looks all right. That's, it looks good. Didn't we talk Whether about this? Or not. Why do I feel like no, that rear end looks familiar? We've talked about a lot of cars. We do Nick. talk a lot about Oh, that photo's not very... Um, on that motoring article, the blue photo down the bottom, the angle just... Oh, that's not quite right. No, that ain't right. It's like it looks a like fish it's mouth. a pacifier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's oh, and the JMC badging on the hood sort of looks a bit eBay special. It looks like uh, something you'd put on in um, oh, what's that car game we play? Looks like it's from that. Which, which we car play a lot game, of anyway. car games. 
Oh, the one that you can build the engines in that you don't actually have that I think you have. Oh, yeah, I know the one. Um, yeah, yeah, that one. That one. Anyway. Yeah. It does oh, look yeah. a bit like All right. Joseph, you are not allowed to uh, talk during this because you've already done this. But I'd like Mitch to try and take a guess at the top five affordable drift cars that car sales is advising Australians. Wow. This was from car What a car weird sales. article for car sales to write. I know. Um, affordable drift. Okay. Um, yep. In Australia, on their website right now. Uh, 180 They're SX. They're under 10 grand. They're under 10 grand. Would a 180 SX, like a haggard 180 SX, be on that list? No. No? Okay. Uh, KE70 Corolla? Nope, not on the list. Get fucked. Um, <laughs> affordable, mate. Affordable, an old, not popular. An old, an old three series. Uh, what, what, what sort of a three oh, series? You know, I'm not thinking? good at this. I oh, know E46, E36. There we go. It, That's number it. one on the list. Okay. All right. What's I'm number two? I'm just surprised the KE70 hasn't made that list. If I say AE86 and that's on that list, I'll fucking have a nut. That's not going to happen. That's not affordable, dickhead. No, I know, but if for whatever reason, car sales has found like some random one that is. It is uh, plenty of rear-wheel drive cars that are under ten grand that are less than twenty years old. Is a Commodore on the list? You it bet. Is a Falcon on the list? You it bet. Is. <laughs> is a, the last one it, might get you. Is a Hilux on the list? No, I mean a Lolux. But that's yeah. Well, one of the two-wheel drive. I like ones. the idea of that. Well, um, I like the engineer idea of to slide over in New Zealand did a pretty cool one. Um, yes, I bought his welding uh, course. Nice. Um, what else, what else, what else, what else, what else? Come on, keep it going. There's is one it, more really important option. MX-5? No. Uh, I, I can't, I don't know what the last one would be. You're going to get mad. Uh, in terms of affordability. It's, it's, oh, it's cheap, it's under 10 grand, it's rear-wheel drive, it's manual. We've already spoken about it, Joseph, so I know you know <laughs> the one. I, I, I'm drawing a blank. It's filled with donuts. Filled with donuts? No, Doritos. It's the... Doritos. <laughs> Damn it, it's the RX-8. RX-8, right. Okay. Could you imagine drifting would an you, RX-8? You, you'd have to I do could, some... easily. I, I, People do it. I'd do it, definitely. But you'd have to do... You, you wouldn't just buy it and go and fang it. You'd have to try you'd and... Have to re, you'd have to go and rebuild it. I, I wouldn't go drifting with it without a um, without making sure that that, that engine's healthy. Yeah, but that's fine. That's the budget a rebuild into every RX eight purchase. Any RX anything. Yeah. Yes, because <laughs> you don't trust what the previous owner's done and those engines are very well, reliable once you're actually well, taking care of them. That's the issue with the RX eight is that everyday mum you know, mums and dads drove them not knowing how to actually look after them, so they're gonna exactly. be Exactly, so spend two grand rebuilding it. Yeah, okay, what what are they saying they come in at? Under ten. Plenty of them under ten. Yeah. Some can be had for less than five, which is true. Yeah, right. I yeah. So okay. fuck off. <laughs> I wouldn't have I wouldn't have gone that far. Uh, I wouldn't have thought it because the RX eight's barely come into my mind. And then they said that the, for the last option, they said there's a bunch of older cars which were 300 ZXs. Although I don't no. want to drift 300 ZX. He can. There's a video online of a guy doing it, and I keep telling jo- Joel. Uh, Joel to go do it, <laughs> but he's like, they don't and actually then... work well because the steering isn't nah. quite no, set up for it. No, it's not good. Uh, MX-5s and a Toyota Cressida. Oh, yeah, Cressies, I knew yeah. there'd be some sort of Ford or 90s sedan in there. Have yeah, to be. Mandatory. Because you can't buy a Chaser for less than 10, because no. otherwise I'd own one. You like them that much. I'm, su- I'm still surprised the KE70 hasn't made that list. Uh, because that's more than 40 years old. Yeah, they're sick as fuck, though. This is an under 20-year-old car list. I said that at the start. You said it halfway through. I think I uh, whatever that's why I was like Ford and fucking or Falcon and Commodore and shit so um, here we go there's another, another article here speaking of like old cars um, these are these are some of the old have a guess at what some of the top selling models were in April 2000 so 20, 20 years ago to the to the it'd month. be a Commodore the Commodore and the Falcon would be one and yep, two and then Camry Commodore Falcon Camry's four get, num, num, Corolla number three no, no, no. Come, Corolla? Come on, come on Mitch. It's, it's, it's uh, one of the greatest It's one of the greatest small cars ever offered in this country. Micro? The Golf? No, no, no. Come on, they got, they got, they got one of the, the greatest grassroots one-make race series is now, Mitch. 
Oh, I am though. The mighty oh, twin cam. Oh, <laughs> number yes. three. Uh, They'd sold ten thousand of them uh, as of April two thousand. It was a regular. Oh, what a buy! A regular. Mate. What a buy! It was priced from around thirteen thousand dollars back then. Um, oh. Yeah, Camry. <laughs> Camry fourth. Guess what was fifth? It's no longer with us anymore. But uh, we've done the Commodore, the Falcon XL, Camry. What's number five? You reckon? I don't know. Astra. No, not on the list. Number five, not with us anymore. Yep, it was made here for a period, now it's gone. Orion? No, similar though. Similar. Come on. Uh, I don't know. Tamitsu. Oh, oh Lancer? Know. Come on, the Magna, mate, the mighty Magna. Oh, <laughs> oh the fucking I Magna. forgot that was a thing. <laughs> it was a thing, mate. Mitsubishi. When did the 380 come out? Was that, that was like... after the Magna. That was like... Yeah, that was like Mitsubishi's got no money. they got to try and get It was like the final back. roll of the dice and it, it just fell on its face so hard yeah. and it pretty much just ended Mitsubishi in Australia. Oh, um, I forgot about Magnas. Even my dad drove a wagon one for a while. What a lad. Yeah, they were Fucking cool. They had, like, they had the... Um, they had the glass, like there was no pillar around the glass on those those cars. It was really weird. I was like, kind yeah. of upper luxury, but not really. Uh, They're just a weird car, aren't they? They are. Like, I'm looking at the photo of a Magna. It's just a weird looking car. There's a guy that gets around my um, area. He's got a uh, a white rally art Magna from back in the day. Oh. Like a big wing on the back and like BBS it's wheels. Not, it actually looks kind of cool. It's not the VRX, is it? <laughs> no, 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 no. That was the... Uh. Uh, now, I think that was an all-wheel drive on the VRX. They, yeah, it they was, made some yeah. kind of hotter up Magnus back in the day. It wasn't bad. Yeah, they did some sick yeah, ones. Yeah, wasn't. Oh, of- oh, here we go. The Rally Art. <laughs> hey, that looks. Yeah, all I know. Right. It looks like a bigger, bigger version of the Evo Six. It doesn't look too bad, yeah, actually. Okay. It goes all right. It's got an Evo wing on the back. That's there. what I mean. It's got BBS wheels. Like, yeah, yeah, it goes. I'd rock that. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, he's doing. He's doing. I mean. Right. He- the, f- the fuel will just fucking kill you because they're not they're not efficient engines they're a V6 yeah oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you'd, you'd, they're a V6 that drinks like an 8 you'd <laughs> the power of a 4 <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we don't have the Magna anymore <laughs> yeah you'd get to know your local servo attended by his first name if you owned one <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah, this is great. Then got- Americans, please look up the Mitsubishi Magna Rally. Do yourself art. a you favor, will- mate. I know, well, I know, you guys miss out on some banging cars, but this one you don't have to miss well, out. I don't, I don't think you guys got the Magna. Nah, they were not blessed with it. What? <laughs> blessed with its presence. Exactly. So number six and seven are the Roller and the Lancer, respectively. Um, number eight. What do we reckon? Oh, now you're just sort of getting like. Yeah, alright. Nissan Pulsar, number eight. The GTIR or just the POV spec? Just the POV spec. Just your, yeah. your what is it called there? The, the, the Pulsar Plus, whatever it was. Sure. Or, or the Triple S or something. Mm, uh, nah, I don't, I don't know. Triple S was nah. before that. This is like in the 2000s. So, yeah, you know, you're right. They did make a Triple S Pulsar. But... And then you had the Echo, Toyota Echo. Uh, oh, yeah, I remember that. Nine. And then number 10, CRV, Honda. Get, Honda CRV. Get in the top 10. Um, they're a cool little thing you see people do like um, well I think some what Americans call battle wagons with them <laughs> where they like jack them up like uh, Moore did with uh, the Subaru and like put fun like fat wheels on it <laughs> they're kind of cool yeah you know like oil oh, drive they go alright it's a Honda so it'll just go for a million miles and between oil changes yeah and, like you don't yeah. like servicing is optional on those old Hondas yeah <laughs> it'll just run anyway <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah that was it a bit of a, bit of a trip right. down uh, memory lane there are you ready to bring back some cool wool uh, can I talk about the Hilux yes please do oh uh, yeah sure what did you do to so, your Hilux this week I took it to a mechanic how oh, good um, to get the brakes done someone actually knows um, how to wrench on cars yeah basically <laughs> not just you know some idiot with a couple of spanners and a socket and a glue gun and, a, and then a Haynes manual <laughs> that you stole from me no, I bought my own Harlux Haynes manual. Oh, look at you. You didn't buy the spanners and the socket, though. I bought all my spanners and sockets, thank you very much. Oh. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Matt does so, not accept that reality. No, he doesn't, does he? Um, <laughs> so, I did try to do the front brakes myself. Fake news. 
I did try to do the front brakes myself. Because um, the front left line or the rubber hosey bit line uh, was leaking. Um, because we do now, do we do English? We do now know that it has a two inch lift. We ne- we weren't really certain, but it does have a two inch lift, right? At least. Um, but whoever did the lift didn't bother to fit extended brake lines. Ah. So it's a slight issue um, when you start, you know, when you flex a little bit as much as leaf springs can flex, um, and you start tugging on the brake lines. Um, yeah, not good times. Um, <laughs> Also, upon further inspection, it turns out the brake lines were rubbing on the shocks. Ah. And I don't quite understand how that happens. Because these are factory lines, presumably, and the shock's in the factory location. Well, and yeah, there's definitely rub, rub marks. It could so. be that the shock body is longer or whatnot for, for, the, for the lift kit. It could be that they're different yeah. dimensions or these are fatter, fatter, yeah, diameter shocks fatter or, or something. something. Yeah. Or they, yeah. the, the the aftermarket ones they bought didn't have the the because typically you've got the brake line mounted on the shock or somewhere on the strut body, you know what I mean, in a, in a position that it won't rub. But if these were just you know well, a cheap aftermarket kit, it could have just been flopping around. Well, this the, the the Hilux has the mounting point sort of closer to the hub on the axle rather than um, near on the the shock itself. Um, so the factory mounting point still being used, right? Um, but yeah, so I. And then, as I said last week, I tried to glue it up a bit just to get a bit of pressure back. And that worked for about half a trip, and then it stopped working. Um, there was pe- I thought that might happen. There was a period where it did maintain pressure a little bit, um, and then it just went tits up again, which is fine. Um, no harm done. Um, <laughs> so lucky. So anyway, yeah, so like I said, I tried to do it myself, couldn't do it. Uh, booked it in with a local mechanic that uh, comes highly regarded from me mum, who was referred to by another mechanic anywho so long story short rock up give it give them the keys you know it's like here's the parts go for gold um, i mentioned that the handbrake doesn't work at all um because toyota four by four life um he's like look i have a look at the rear drums might just need a you know a bit of a tightening up or something i'm like yeah cool no worries yeah not quite so <laughs> here we go i get a call from him um and he's like yeah i've been trying to get the one of these drum brakes off the last hour um, like the drum itself, huh. not even the unit, just the drum cover. Um, and yeah, finally got it off. And in his words, the drums are fucked. <laughs> Probably putting it like nicely as well. Every, every, everything that could be wrong with a drum break is wrong with my drum brakes. <laughs> How does that happen? Um, like it's just, it was it because you've been bush bashing and it's full of mud and no, it's it's just salt. that it's the original. You know, it's been on there since 1994. Oh my god! Um, so <laughs> I'm like, yeah, cool, Norris. Do what you got to do. You know, that's fine. Make. I just want brakes. I don't really just just do it. Just want brakes. That tastes like back real the... brakes. Doesn't even exactly. Make sense. Um, he's like, yeah, the front brakes I'll be able to do. That's no worries at all. They're all bolting up, no problem. Um, but yeah, the rears apparently they were leaking brake fluid inside the drums. The shoes just didn't work. They weren't self-adjusting. Uh, and then there's like a mechanism inside the drum brake that sort of controls the shoes. That didn't work. Um, so basically, they weren't doing anything. So you at had all no there. rear brakes at all. <laughs> I didn't know, really know because when the front brakes did work, it actually stopped quite well uh, to the point where it would skid in the wet if I went too hard on the brakes. Anyway, well, probably because um, there was, it was like the brake bias was too far forward or something. You know? Yeah. Like, well, that'd it be was... it as well. Yeah. All the, the front brakes are doing literally all the work. Yeah. Um, but then he called me back at the end of the day is like um, he was trying to take the actual unit off and he's like it just wouldn't budge in like, the front or the rear banging it on the rear so the actual drum unit yeah right on both sides he's like yeah they weren't coming off <laughs> like, they were seized to the axle there was nothing I could do they were just on they were just stuck nothing <laughs> they just performed merged so, into one bit basically it's one piece now it's like I don't know metallurgy happened and just formed one piece um so you had to get the old death wheel out um to grind it off oh maybe you um, could have done the done the service yourself like you've got all that sort of gear you could have just... yeah i've got a death wheel yeah, that's what I'm, I mean. just, just, I'm also always scared as fuck to use it but i've got one um uh, yeah so that's 200 bucks a corner for new drums um oof. for the for the rear so that's 400 and then um got quoted about 400 for the fronts to install not per side but total right um and then labor i don't know how much that's going to be so yeah 
Yeah, fairly, the, fairly significant. The Shitegra's taking a bit of a break. Yeah, this fortnight. to say the least, yeah. <laughs> Which is good, because I'm fucking hankering for a wheel. Yeah. We can't go anywhere, I want to get out. Yeah, you can go out to my tracks. No, but like non-essential travel, you get like busted for it. Just um, like people, just keep people keep, doing keep, keep drives through. Um, keep a bag of shopping in the back, and um, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll just have my my, my work bag Bring some and fishing rods. We can't even go fishing. I think you yes, can. you can. You can fish. Uh, I was reading. You can absolutely go fishing because I know people were going for drives up Nebo and uh, they got pulled over and threatened with a thirteen hundred dollar fine for uh, non-essential travel. Yeah, that, that's a true story. So. Yeah. Oh, then there was that Rochdale car meet where they had like fifty-five people fined that thirteen hundred dollars yeah, for. That's asking for fun. Oh yeah, that was stupid. I don't know why they fucking went to that. Um, but yeah, so I'm looking forward to. I'm really excited to get the Hilux back and have it actually, you know, stop. Because yeah. <laughs> oh, funny story. I was sitting at the lights, um, waiting to. I was on the way to work, sitting at lights, um, and I knew the handbrake didn't work, and I knew the brakes didn't work. But you know, I was like, eh, whatever. Um, Sitting at the lights on a slight downhill incline behind a very clean older Corolla uh, Camry. Such a thing and exists. Sitting wow. at the, yeah, uh, sitting at the lights, waiting to, uh, for the turning arrow to turn. Um, pull the handbrake, and that didn't work. Obviously, it just started rolling forward. Uh, put the foot brake on, and after about a second, it would start rolling forward again as well. So I had literally no brakes on this hill. Oh my god. And I was, you had to like engine brake it, then you know, like balancing the clutch. Well, I was thinking, do I put it in reverse and just balance on the clutch? Um, oh my god! Just to, um, the people behind me must have thought, what a fuck with. I didn't do the reverse <laughs> thing, but I was looking at the, the 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 pedestrian crossing, and it was green. I'm like, fucking change, change. I need that to go red so we get the green arrow. Um, and then it went flashing red and it had the countdown time. You know, twelve seconds, eleven seconds. For like the crossing the finish, I'm just like creeping slowly forward and closer to this Corolla or Camry, <laughs> like just dry sweats, whatever that is, and just freaking out. I'm gonna like tap this thing. All good, nothing happened, but not a fun time. Living, living life not on the edge, time. mate. Yeah, it's yeah, good times. Yeah, well, you know, the good the good times will come to an end now. I think with uh... yeah, that's it. I'll uh, actually be able to stop and just have a boring car that's reliable. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Don't worry. Your handbrake will give out soon. Yeah, but if as long as I have foot brakes, I can deal. And then, That's true. And then when you park, you just corner towards the curb. <laughs> like, the, like the troopy right. around the corner. Can we do some listener questions? Yes. Excellent. Um, so our good mate James asks, uh, how do grey market cars work in your country? Is it hard to import? And is there an age restriction like there is in the States? And the short answer is uh, yes, yes, no. Yes. Um, it is great. Great, great cars are definitely allowed hmm. in. In fact, there's shit tons of them here. It, it is hard to import, and no, there isn't an age restriction like it is in the states. You pay more than you where it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, the car industry about ten or so years ago basically lobbied the government to introduce all these taxes and tariffs on in- on importing cars, like new cars. Um, because it was taking business away from them, obviously. Um, Good to see how that went. Yeah, well, it only changed in the last two years where the importing of cars became a little bit more relaxed, where you could actually import basically brand new cars. Um, and that's when we started to see American cars turning up. Yeah, we had a lot more American cars. Um, but the other thing is as well is that people are importing cars obviously that we can't get but that's different to the states where we had our 34 gtrs and supras and rx7s and all that kind of stuff and cars that you guys weren't getting um so the cars people typically imported to australia were a bit more obscure i suppose yeah um, aside from the american stuff um like the the l grand van that sort of vip van with like motorized curtains and stuff like that you see a few oh, of those they around fucking love them. No, they're, yeah, they're sick here. as fuck they're everywhere, but they're, they're all imported because yeah. they weren't sold here. Um, like, we import these weird cars because we got everything else that we wanted, more or less. Yeah, from Japan. Uh, I mean, people are still importing, you know, JDM spec Skylines and everything. That still happens. But There's not many left. Yeah, that's true, because they're all basically being eaten up by the American market now. Because <laughs> um, there's a lot of money to be made now that they're, they're open to them. Hmm. Um, but, yeah, for the most part, you can almost import pretty much anything you want. Um, you just got to pay the 
the fees. The exorbitant fees. Although, as Marty Cumberland's found out, like if you have asbestos breaks, you have to take them off. If you have certain oil, you have to take you know that off or whatever and dump it. Um, which is why uh, Moog's what was it two forty had to get imported without the factory engine. Hmm because um, otherwise and they cut that other car in half because it was easier to bring it in as parts yeah the um, mirror um, yeah. so there's there's funny little weird quirks with our importing laws um, but it is easier I think than the states or less restrictive I should say yeah yeah. so there's, there's a lot of um, auction houses and a lot of companies that just spe- specialise in importing cars mm. from Japan um, yeah. I'm not sure you see it much anymore, but when I was a kid and when I was a teenager, there was a lot of um, dealerships that just specialised in grey imports. So you could just walk down there and they'd have a heap of Skylines and um, Nissans mm. but and there's, stuff. there's an American one around the corner from you, Joseph. Yeah, there is. They're, they they actually um, yeah they import and then they convert to right-hand drive as well. That's the right-hand only drive, thing yeah. that holds... Australia back from more imports is just the fact that we do drive um, on the right hand side so on the correct side uh, it's up for debate but uh, I tell you what if we were on the left we get a lot more American cars and a lot of other cars for a lot, a lot less cars. cheaper um, yep. than what we pay at the moment but so th- um, yeah currently sitting on our import list at Motorman which is a I like visiting their website quite regularly is a gorgeous FCRX7 for 14 grand that's cheap a cubic yeah a cubic shit ton of evos nice holy shit what oh sorry I've, I've gotten distracted here there's a four door gt uh st skyline r34 <laughs> four door four door manual turbo i wow. don't think i've ever seen a um there's a few around but they are rare it's like a and it's only 22 grand is that the gtt GTT, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. How much? Oh, 22. Oh, that's a bit steep, but... No, it's not. It's a four-door turbo wag fucking sex bomb. Okay, yeah, okay. You go with that. Oh, I've just seen one here with, the, like, a GDR body kit on it, or, like, with the front bumper and all that. Body clip? That yeah. looks sick. It's a GTO. I like GTO. Yeah, I was just looking at that one. I just saw that then. Oh, did you guys jump on the website? Which yeah. website is it? <laughs> of course you did. Uh, Motorman. Mo- uh, just search Motorman Imports it'll come up I, I quite often go to this website 29 grand is the current drift tax 29 grand Australian is the current drift tax for 180SX yeah, I saw there was an expensive one listed my god if you're paying you 29 grand for a 180SX uh, oh my god that's... 1J crown for 20 grand is that the wagon one? yep that's pretty cool I want it I want it I don't care that it's automatic it's a 1J wagon. Ooh, he's got all, all sorts of stuff here. Yeah, this is. I love watching this. I love looking at this guy's site. Oh my god, have you seen the? Have you have you have you seen the, on the front page? There's like a Falcon hearse with like a Rolls Royce front. <laughs> no, that's crazy. <laughs> oh my god. No. Oh my god, check this out. It's a 1998 Mitsuoka Vute V I E W T, 18 grand. It looks like a it? like a Jag front Figaro. Would be the closest thing I could say. Oh man, that RX seven is so riced out. I love oh, it. It's like, it's but like, it's it's it, but it's JDM riced out. Like they're genuine JDM accessories. Yeah, it's JDM, JDM wing. Cool. It's like a yeah a deal level wing. They got some dope ass cars oh, on there's here. There's a Mazda Titan with yep. like a, a Toyota Echo in the in the tray. Does it come with the Echo or? That'd be a pretty so. good deal if it was. Yeah. I'm kind of digging uh, Catrims at the moment, not going to lie. Yeah, everyone always does. All right, well, this is great radio, so let's <laughs> move on to the cool wall. Yep. Uh, I have four cars to the add to the list. Everybody knows how the cool wall works. We blatantly stole it from Top Gear. Yep. yep. Sorry, not nothing sorry. new under the, the sun. first car, we've essentially combined all our games into the cool wall because that's cool. Get it? <laughs> hey... Alright, this first car is They're all brand new I managed to get back to my brand new requirements Cool So the first car is $940,000 Okay Okay, yep, starting off low Yep, Yep. why not uh, And it's not a typo It is a V12 It has 545 kilowatts And 690 newton meters of torque 
in a 0 to 100 acceleration time of 3 seconds with a power to weight ratio of 324 kilowatts per ton. Is it a Lamborghini? It is a Lamborghini. Wow. With a 7-speed independent shift rod trans. SVJ. Oh, God. It's, like an, it's yeah. an automatic single clutch. Yeah, that's one thing that holds back the Aventador. Christ. Well, there you go. It is an Aventador. Is it just a regular Aventador or an SVJ it or is, something? It's an Aventador S and it's a convertible. Oh, Roadster. Oh, wow. So, where is it on the old wall of cool? Um, uh, It's cool... But is it? No, it's. Yeah. I was. What was? Let me explain. It's cool, right? In terms of that, it's a Lamborghini. It's a Roadster. It's a bit flamboyant. That's kind of cool. Nah. However, no, it's not. It's a Lamborghini Roadster, and I feel like it's not cool. No, no, no Lamborghini except for the really old ones was cool. I, actually, I was already typing this into Peugeot spec. Ooh, it's not Peugeot no. spec, mate. It is that, definitely that's, Peugeot that's, spec. That's a take. I'm sorry. Yeah, piss off. Mate, I would take a Mazda 3 over one of these. No, you wouldn't. You Stop are, talking out your yes. ass. Yeah, you are no, so full of shit, No, this thing mate. is terrible. No, you are cooked. If, if that no, is your honest opinion, I, you are cooked. I'd say it's, I'd say uncool. I wouldn't go fucking Peugeot yeah. spec. They are definitely Peugeot spec is uncool. like when the manufacturer like proper just 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 stuffed it. Just didn't give a <laughs> yeah, fuck. Nah, yeah. like they just completely <laughs> I, made them. I feel sorry for the Lincoln Town Car. Why? Because we put it in Persia spec. That's a deserving yeah, well, that spot was for the Lincoln spec. Town Car. Lincoln didn't even give a <laughs> shit about that town car themselves. Now you can't put an Aventador S Roadster alongside a Lincoln Town Car. Nah, man. It's just, nah. <laughs> You look at both. Same thing. Same yeah, thing. Yeah, what's the difference? No difference. It's going in the bottom end of uncool then, because this thing's dumb. It's nine hundred and forty thousand dollars. It's a lot of money. Speaking of, there's a um, there's a Fiat I found on car sales, um, for two point four million. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's a Ferrari F forty. Oh. Oh yeah, you have the Fiats again. Oh, the, you fuck. This is a dream car though. <laughs> this is just oh, it's so gorgeous. Although, did you read, Mitch? It had it, it's been resprayed, so. Yeah, that's a bit that's of a, a little mm, bit of. I don't know if I want to pay two point. That, that takes dollars. at least a million off. Yeah, that takes at least a million. Um, yeah, no. Actually, I'll give him thirty grand. You know, it's just not worth <laughs> anything. That's like the price <laughs> to like respray the uh, side mirror <laughs> yeah. on that car. That's basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, two two point three nine million dollars for a Fiat F forty, uh, as Mitch would call it. <laughs> Fiat F forty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's gonna be yeah. It's not, right. it's yeah. It's it's absolute pawn. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I would I would have it in a heartbeat. Uh, I was saying to Mitch that would be my ready um, for the second my car. dream dream garage. It would be uh, F forty for track days, new nine eleven turbo S for the daily, and then a uh, uh, four five eight speciale for the Nebo run. Cool. I don't agree with any of those cars. Well, I mean, you know, you, you would rather have a Lincoln Town Car over an Aventador. So anyway, <laughs> we were just gonna, you know, I never as said you were, that. mate. You, you sort of implied it. No, I didn't, <laughs> because the Lincoln Town Car is also in the Peugeot spec. No, well, hang on. Where, so where's uh, the Aventador? The Aventador, I, I would put it at the bottom of uncool or mid uncool. It's at the bottom of uncool because it's not cool in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. <laughs> Spend almost a million dollars on a car. Yeah, it's not cool, mate. <laughs> Pretty it's much. not. I'm just saying. I, I kind of enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing. All right. <laughs> the next car is worth two hundred ninety thousand dollars. Gee, it's a bargain. All right. It is a four point four liter turbo diesel with an eight cylinder. There. Wait. It it's a how many cylinder? Eight. And how much? $290,000. And it's a diesel? Yes. Was it like a fucking truck or something? <laughs> it has 250 kilowatts <laughs> and an astonishing truck. 740 newton meters. Is this, like, it's like, is, this is a German SUV of some sort. Oh, is it like a G-Wagon or something? Matt? Hello? No. Oh. Yeah, so is, is it a German SUV of some sort? No. What? Well, then what, what, who, on, who on earth makes a $300,000 diesel that's not German? It's 2,500 kilograms. It's definitely an SUV. That narrows it down. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> It'll is cost it... you 
dollars per 100 kilometers. What's great. Yeah, that narrows it is down. it American? It is not American. What country is it from? That gives Japan. it away. You say that, but... What else can I tell you? I probably can't tell you much more. You probably are. It's an eight-speed automatic, but so is everything. It's got all-wheel drive. It's got four-wheel drive, and it has a dual-range gearbox. Is it like the... Um... No, it wouldn't be. I was going to say like the Infinity fucking Patrol, oh, but it yeah. wouldn't be that much. I can't believe you guys didn't jump on this within seconds. This is a Range Rover. Oh, no. Oh, it's one of their, yeah, fu- one of their those, like, like um, autobiographies or something. Yeah, yeah, autobiography. It is one of their autobiography oh, SDV8s. Wow. I forgot. I, I forgot they care. existed. Yeah. And this thing is fucking cool. Is it? And it would be a great daily driver. What, so, what is it officially? It's a Land. It's a Range Rover SVD8 autobiography. I don't know what the autobiography means. It's the spec it's level. It's a cool car. Oh, is this the SVR it autobiography? SDV8, but yeah. I don't know. I just... It's got stupid amounts of everything. Yeah. And apparently, 9.3 litres per hundred. Oh, sure. yeah, idling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, free rolling down a hill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it <all> turned off. <laughs> the worst thing about, these, uh, about this car is the fucking tablets that they've just, like, sticky taped to the back of the front seats. Mm. Yeah. Apart from I, that, I think it's really cool. I just... Uh, see, to it's me, so comfortable. To me, it's not cool because it looks like any other Range Rover of the range. So I'll like, I'll look at it and be like, oh, okay. Like, it. I don't know. I, just, I don't look at that and see, you know, what... Special uh, colours, bro. It's a special colour kit. I feel like if you're not like a, a London football player or a drug dealer, you can't really drive one. Oh, come on. Jeremy Clarkson probably does. Oh, yeah. Actually, I think Harry might have one. Harry Metcalf. Yeah, he would oh, absolutely. This this would be his daily. He just dropped the. He dropped his grandson yeah. and his like, grandchildren off to school in this. Like, I just I don't like it. I I think it's uncool. I actually I, think it's I like I like and... the um I don't I like the old like the other ones like the Velar and like the the Range Rover Sports and stuff like they're they're cool. I'd rock that for a daily, but like the big the big unit here, it's a lot of money. I mean, if you're in the market for like a you know an S class Mercedes or a seven series BMW, then I would put the autobiography in that category because they are just the ultimate luxury. Um, but yeah, it'd be one of those cars if I was filthy rich and just leased it. Honestly, I'd be more impressed if someone was still driving a 1970s Range Rover. Uh, that would be cool. That'd be cooler than this. Oh, in my opinion 1970 Range Rover looks like IMO they're cool they're boxy they look like oh, yeah, those rollover ones. they're the ones that were unreliable and shit I'm pretty no, sure the, or was that the, 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 the next the, generation no 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 the original Range Rovers went forever there's the other one then the one with the um the six cylinder the carburetor Rover I think classic gee from 1970 yeah, to 19, 1996 yeah it's a good it's a good yeah. run yeah I don't know I don't, I don't know if I think this you don't is, mess with perfection this is, this is this is the bottom of cool for me not 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 a not a step higher this is holy fucking luya uh, this is mid-range uncool Ooh. and I said it is mid-range cool so that puts it at bottom of cool yes no yeah. <laughs> okay so basically suck it Mitch oh <laughs> my opinion usually ends up with me doing that <laughs> It seems well, to be a common no, there are more cars that you agree with on this list in the on your cool wall than me. No, I just mean sure. like throughout the history of this podcast, typically <laughs> my opinions don't seem to match up with everyone else's. Are you talking? Join the club. Maybe. Yeah. All right, next on the list, we've got two more. This next one is 185 grand. So we're dropping down massively in mm, price here. Bargain, really bargain stingy now. I, I actually think, so for starts, I am pretty much going to veto any of your opinions and put this in the greatest of all time. Because I believe at this price, this is a, this is a bargain of the century. Still brand new, yeah? It is a 2019. Yeah, basically brand new, yep. Yep, it is a turbo 4-litre 8-cylinder. Mm. It has... 350 kilowatts, 630 newton meters of torque. It is 0 to 104 seconds at a power to weight ratio of 212.6 kilowatts per ton. 
Uh, it uses a seven-speed dual-clutch transmission, and it powers wheel to the rear wheels. Wow, <laughs> seven-speed dual-clutch. Is it a it weighs um, nineteen hundred kilos? Whoa. Is it like a seven-one-eight uh, Porsche or something? No, it wouldn't have that much torque. Wouldn't weigh that. Um, much. how much? Nineteen hundred kilos? Did it weigh? How many Porsches have V8s in them? Oh, I've missed the V8 bit. I mean, a couple. Well, one did. Two do. The uh, fucking SCB thingy. Um, and the old... The old 928. The 928s, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. Is this like a like um, a Jag, like F-type or something? It's not a Jag. An Aston Martin. Mm-mm. Is it German? It is German. It's- 190k. Is it the like the 8 series BMW or something? It is not a Beamer. I've So it's German. To me, I thought this car would be about 100 or oh, about 250 grand. Is it Oh, V8. So, so is it AMG? 185. It is an AMG GT. Oh yeah. Oh. For one hundred eighty-five thousand dollars, I think that is the steal. Oh, the no, the ass has fallen out of them. They are worthless now. They are like half priced. Yeah, they are. I don't care. I think they're beautiful. They are beautiful. They look just incredible. They're fast. Oh. Just yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter if it's a bargain in the century, though. We're gonna judge whether it's cool or sub-zero or whatever it is. And I think, as far as I'm concerned, it's goat spec. Oh. Is it goat spec? The price has always played a part in when we do this stuff. Has it? It's half the reason why the the many the Aventador gets knocked down so much is because it's a nine hundred thousand dollars fucking Lamborghini. I suppose it has a small um, bearing on it. Um. A small bearing. It's half the reason why the M4 competition pack is in Peugeot spec. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we have to consider what the car is, the general opinion of it, and then the price is added in at the end. Absolutely, and sort of like spears it to one end of the scale or not. I, I'd say the low end of cool. No, so high end uh, of cool. High end of cool. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, cool. high end of. Sorry, cool. I forgot. I forgot. Goat was a was a spec. Goat is it's it's a goat car, guys. Come on, is it no. though? Do yes. we have, do we have a goat car yet? No. no, we don't have a single goat car yet. Well, maybe manufacturers need to try harder. Well, you know, if, I, if Hyundai re-released the twin cam, we'd have a goat car right there. There we go. Yeah. That's that's a goat car. <laughs> and I would quit the podcast. <laughs> we'll have to start going through old cars eventually, though, Matt. Like that F40 that Mitch oh, mentioned before, that's goat spec. I mean, that's a definition of goat. Yeah, that's goat. Yeah, nah. It is goat. Yeah, mate. Nah. Nah, you are still cooked. No way. I wish. No way is an F40 right, anything less than gold. Car. Final car. Thank God. There are better Ferraris. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Are there? Uh, this no, is an eight-cylinder turbo diesel. More okay. diesels. God, that's it. <laughs> Mitch, Mitch, you're picking the cars next week now. <laughs> 335 kilowatts. And it's a V8, oh, no. and it is 6.7 litres. 6.7 litres? Well, this is like a Silverado yes. or something, then. Yeah, it'd have to be some American thing. It is an American yeah, thing. Yeah, it's a Chevy. It's like a it's a big, big, big old truck. Yeah, it's a, is it? some sort of truck. It is yeah. a six-speed automatic, and it is still a column shift. Yeah, definitely. Is it like an F-truck or something? It is an F-250. Oof. Done. The new um, F250. Hmm. And these are cool. They look cool. They do look cool. They look cool. If I was in America, I'd probably cool. have a, like a big truck for a. Yeah, day if week. I was if I was in America, yeah. I'd, I'd have an F truck. Well, I'd probably have. Uh, I'd go for the Ram because I'm a you know, if Mopar or no car, but <laughs> Mopar or no car. <laughs> if I was touring around this the the Australia, the F150 would be the one I'd get. Is that smaller or bigger? Smaller. Smaller. As smaller as in still double the size of a, of a Ranger. Yeah. Still fucking massive. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Will not fit anywhere in any parking spot at all in our country, but it's the baby. Um, My argument is this is also very cool. Yeah, I'd say mid-range cool. 
I don't know. I reckon. Yeah, I would put the F one fifty as like mid range cool. I don't know about the two fifty. Wow. Well, where'd you put the two fifty? Maybe then? like bottom low low range cool. I might put the low range yeah. cool. Done. Wow. And that, my friends, is this week's episode of Cool Wall. It's so big. Like you basically live in the fucking thing. It's pretty much taken up you the entirety the of the Cool Wall now. Like it's so huge. I actually had to merge a bunch of tabs just to get it to work. <laughs> <laughs> you had to like double click the columns just so it would all fit you know, otherwise you wouldn't get yes. it all unbelievable accurate well that's it I think that rounds us up we're now at uh, over an hour we are over oh, an hour oh I'm well aware I think this is a perfect time to end it cool 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 alright I'm, I'm sloshing through beer on the floor we're gonna have to do um, the drunk episode like over discord or something because Corona's not, not going anywhere provided nobody spills all their beverages prior to the drunk yeah. uh, podcast we'll yeah. be able to do it so. fingers crossed nope. it's only three weeks if, if you made it this far thank away. you thank you for listening mm. I'm sorry for your loss your loss of beer I, I, that's what I'm sorry for yeah that's, yeah, a, that's a big rip too. that's a big rip <laughs> Especially because Mitch isn't drinking. Yeah, now I that ran out of beer. That is, <laughs> that is touche. I, I finished I finish my Northern carton, and then my car's in the shop, and it's a bit of a pain in the ass to walk everywhere holding a fucking carton. Oh, that would have been the most Australian yeah, well. thing ever. Like, dude ventures out of ISO to get a slab of beer. <laughs> like, that is a sen- that, that, yep, in Australia, that is essential travel. Like, you could have done that. <laughs> you would have ended up on a current yeah. affair, but you could have totally done it. If I end up on a current affair, like, <laughs> that would just be like peak. Like that—that's I've made it at that point. Yeah, that's it. You can just—you can just end your life. That's it. You're, you're done. Yeah. You, there's no, no better than me that. and Tracy together at last. <laughs> All right, let's end it. <laughs> All right, bye. You've been listening to Gears and Beers, the unashamedly unprofessional automotive podcast with Mitch, Matt, Joseph, and Joel. New episodes go live every Monday. Thanks for listening.